Southern Vanguard Radio, this is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man, Pip Pip, Lord Tulane Chino. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Brexit. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah, man. It's a, It's a been a wild week. Hasn't it's it? been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's only Monday and it's been a wild week already. It's only Monday and it's been a wild week. On so wow. many levels. Yeah. Oh man. But the weekend was dope. Oh yeah. It, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, man. Been hot as hell here in the A though. Hey, Holy man, I, cow. I, I tried to tell everybody. Whew. When, man. Uh, what was that? The J57 interview? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I told y'all it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> It came early too. It, it did come early. Everybody was kind of walking around, acting all sweet and yeah. shit, like this weather was gonna last. It, nah, it's not gonna man. last. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was. It was basically August this weekend. It ain't even July yet. I know. Well, I think it's gonna. I think there's gonna be a little relief this week. It did just uh, rain cats and dogs for about 20 minutes outside here. Uh, yeah. B- before we kick this thing off, so maybe it'll cool down a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. So, uh, so. so yeah, so, um, you know, it, it is summertime here at Southern Vanguard Radio yes. and, uh, we keep firing. So this is the first time that you've, uh, you've tuned in. We actually drop twice a week. So if you're a fan of the gentleman that we have on the phone with us tonight, mm-hmm. and this is the first time listening, make sure you go back and check out the mix show that drops every Tuesday. Yep. So on Tuesday, there's a mix show, new joints. Uh, you know, we're cutting them up, slicing them up. Meeks and I are popping shit and just acting crazy and, you know, just having a good time playing yeah. new joints. And then on Thursday, we have an interview session with a, with an MC or a DJ or a producer or someone from behind the scenes right, or, right. you know, whoever it may be. So, uh, for example, last week, we did our first on-location lo- on broadcast, if you will, mm-hmm. from Scratch Atlanta. We interviewed DJ Precise and DJ JC. That's right. And uh, let's see, the, the week before that was Dylan and Peyton Locke. Correct. Uh, the week before that was... Thez One. Thez One from mm-hmm. People Under the Stairs. Yep. Uh, Methuselah, J57. Uh, all, all, all kinds of folks have yeah. been on over the past month or so. Yes. So, anywho, go back and check that out uh, and, uh, you know, enjoy yourselves with some with some interviews and some new hip-hop. Twice a week. You got it. Yeah. All right. So without any further ado, speaking of J57. Mm. So Jay, uh, I was I was out with uh hanging out with Jay actually uh a number of weeks ago. He just happened to be passing through again. And uh he said, "Yo, he's like I I, I did, I'm doing some production for Rex on his new album. You should you should interview him." And I said, "You know what? I'm I'm a big fan. That would be great." So J57 actually did what he said he was going to do and sent out an introductory email. You gotta like that kid. Man. Uh, hey, man, you know what? And he hooked us up with a with a, a banger of an interview in July too that you're yeah. gonna have to stay tuned for you're as well. Have to stay tuned for so, that. Yeah, well, we, I'm we, excited we, we, about that We won't let the cat too. out of the bag. So yeah. anywho, so Jay, if you're listening, thank you very much. We appreciate you. And with that, Rex Lawrence Mass's hey, hey. finest. We got the homie Rex with us. Yeah. How's it going, y'all? Good, man. man good, we're good man. over here. How are you, man? Bless, man. Real happy to be out here in Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Down yes, with the family, spending some time. Always a great time to be out here, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. Absolutely. How long are you here for, Rex? I'm actually about to fly out in the morning, uh-huh. um, but I've been out here for about a week now. Okay. You know, always good to get my, my two young kings out here. Uh, my sons, Isaiah and Josiah, they come out, come out with me during the year. So, okay. um, 
always a blessing to be able to spend some time in Atlanta. I got like strong roots out here. My sisters, my brother, moms, and my pops out here. So it's it's a beautiful thing to be out here. Man. All right, that's what's up. All right, so, so you're you're you've uh, you were feeling that heat this uh, the, the past week then too, huh? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was crazy, yo. Yeah, you know it's a it's a lot of like a lot of moving parts going on in, in my sister's crib. You know, her with her kids, my kids, and like all the family members up in here. So it's like it's real, <laughs> real lively, and it's real, real heated up in here. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yes, sir. So, yeah. so Rex, what what'd you guys that get heat, into? Heat, heat is real. Yeah. What'd you guys get into this week? You do anything fun? You do like Six Flags or anything, or uh, um, hit a yeah, water park? My kids, my kids, uh, and, and, and my nieces and nephews, we were big on the um, thanks. My nieces and nephews were big on the like, um, just you know, getting out, walking, hitting the trails, the trampoline in the back. So, oh, nice. a lot of t- a lot of time in the in the yard. You know, what I'm saying, I'm spending time. Just mostly, it's like family time together. Nice. You know, um, my 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 little one, um, my youngest one, Josiah, and, and the young one, Jay. We played a game of Monopoly earlier. All right, that All was right. cool. You know, so you know, it's just it's typical family time. You know, the lost art of family time. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, good deal. Well, uh, well, again, I gotta say, before you get into the next thing, I want to say shout out to J Fifty Seven for making this happen. I I, I heard you mention what you mentioned, and and it was amazing that Jay hooked me up with this because he also hooked me up with another interview in London. So it's it's a beautiful thing, man, to be like connected to beautiful people like that, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Jay was uh Jay was was uh one of our better interviews, man, and um we just appreciate his grind and uh. And the way he does does what he does, man. Um, we got two thousand plays in one day off of his interview. <laughs> yeah, it like, was crazy. Oh man, I, I don't know nobody who did that. So that's <laughs> that's that's that, that was just crazy. So yeah. yeah, we 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 keep an eye out for that dude at all times. Absolutely. Man. Hey Rex, how how do you and Jay know one another? I'm sorry. So, so Jay, you said how how I linked up with Jay. Yeah, yeah. How do you know Jay? Like, how how'd your relationship uh, start? Um, well, I don't have a like real, real um strong connection to Jay. I think I think it might have started with um there might have been an introduction from my homie Mnemonics, who did a full album with right um in 2012, an album called Revolutionary, uh, and then also tying in like me me doing some work with. You know, members of the Brown Bag also, um, Concept and Audible Doctor and, and right. um, even seen, uh, seen from um, down with that camp. So, like, being able to, like, you know, link with individuals within the camp and put some work in, it was only natural that we would link up. So, gotcha. Okay. And this is the first time, like, on this album where, I, where I've actually done some work with J57, but I know it's going to be, like, a, a progressive relationship. We're definitely planning to, like, do some more music, music uh-huh. uh, in the future. Okay, dope. So it's a beautiful thing, man. Oh, so, so he's on the new album, is that right? Or on the new album, yes. He 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 did one record on the new album. Um, it's an, an amazing record. Um, even though I didn't put the track list out, it's a, it's a, it's a track called Intuition. Uh, and, and and it was just a phenomenal horn driven uh rec- record um for the project. I love it. All right, dope. So so speaking of, let, let let's get into that. I mean, I. I was trying to do a count uh, of what number LP this was for you. Um, and the other thing that as I was kind of doing that, I didn't re- I mean, you, you've got at least 10 full albums under your belt at this point, right? Or are we at 11 or? Yeah, I'm, I'm on album 10. And um, okay. with this being the, the, the album is called The Greatest X. 
and uh, the the meaning behind it is is derived from like a, a statement I've always made, which is like the greatest rapper unknown or, or the greatest rapper never heard about, and um, also it being the greatest ten, being you know X being ten. Right. Ah. Okay. A, 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 along with unknown. Um, so this is this is my tenth album uh, officially. And I just want to do something like really, really big with it. So it's a double disc album, mm. ah. um, and and it's it's it, it, it's it's my favorite. You know, like I, I know it's cliche for a lot of rappers to get out and be like, okay, you know, this is their best work or whatever, what have you. I, I haven't done that with every album I've done, but like this is definitely my my proudest. Um, I've been of any album I've ever put out. Yo, this joint looking like it's going to be my favorite, too, man. We're talking about <laughs> production from Large Professor, Alchemist, Evidence, Static Selector, Not, Apollo Brown, Black Milk, J57, Moss, Buckwild, Street Runner, guest appearances from R.A. The Rugged Man, Jared Evan, Terminology, Planet Asia, Rasco, Fat Cat, Guilty Simpson, Jeez. Acrobatic, Reef the Lost Cause, <laughs> Dutch Rebel, Ed OG. Uh, yo, man. Uh, Basically, if you were beast in the underground and you made some like waves, you on this project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yo. got a, a who's who. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, Rex, yeah, it, it's funny you brought up that it's a double CD because w one thing that I that I wanted to ask, and I, I didn't know if I should ask it or not, but, I mean, you've been releasing singles from this album relentlessly. I mean, I think we're on number four or number five already. So I, I was I was kind of wondering, I'm like, well, damn, what's this guy left on that? Because the album doesn't drop until September, right? September 9th, and trust me, there's more singles to come. <laughs> okay. like, what I plan to do is I hey. plan to overfeed you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, ple yeah. I plan to overfeed the people with like this quality hip hop. But like I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna be nonstop with it. It's actually single number five, and um, yeah. you know the first first was the bitch slap with R.A. the rugged man, which we dropped back in December. Yeah, and then we followed that up with uh, hands up, wink wink, which was like a you know social social commentary uh, dealing with the uh, you know police brutality uh, in our in our inner city communities. I uh, followed that with the knots uh, produced uh, the recipe, mm -hmm. and then after the recipe was jump shots, uh, and after jump shots we came up with uh, the playing gang out uh, playing gang uh, record which just dropped last week. Right. So right. nonstop with it, nonstop with it. Rex, how long you been um, putting this together? Um, because you know all all the features, all the all the guest production uh, has it been a, a task or? Did you have it, it lined it, it, up in a way that it was daunting. A, Say it again. I said it, it's been daunting. It's like it's been a it, it's been a process. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, but like it's been a happy process. Uh, this is the first album that I took so much time in and put so much effort into, like you know, creating this this project. Um, my last album was was two years ago, believe it or not. Like prior to this, I was on a tear where like I was dropping album after album. I even dropped. Right you know, two albums in the same year, you know, with XXL giving me, like, write-ups for both in the same year time span. But, um, you know, this, this this was the album that, like, I, I took a break, I fell back a little bit, and I was like, I'm going to, like, reach back, and I'm going to do... I'm going to do something different than, like, the one-offs, which I was doing with uh, one producer I had did the Hag for the Sounds one, right. which was a whole whole um, album, which was a whole whole album with one producer and then also revolutionary, which was one, one album with one producer. 
So my goal was to get back to that classic sounding alchemist, large pro, like the names you, sh- you, you threw out. You know, I needed to get back to that. Man. So, Rex, when you get when you get BCDs from any of these guys, I mean, how, how excruciating is that to actually finally pick one? I mean, it it, <laughs> it kills me, you know. <laughs> like, so what, what do you think? You know, what I'm like you know, there's certain. I'm not gonna name names and say who's who, but like, you know, some producers they'll send you one or two records, and it's like, yo, pick, take your pick. You know, a lot of times it could be good, it could work out for the best. Other times it don't work out for the best. Yeah, um, but yeah. for me, I, I don't allow myself to be like, okay, I'm gonna like because of this person's name, I'm gonna put this this track on this album regardless because of who the person is. Right. I mean, it's just gotta it's just gotta have some cohesive sounding. It's gotta it, it's gotta be cohesive sounding. It's gotta work with what I'm doing for this project. And and you know, just just it's it, it's a great thing that I was able to get like you know enough from these producers and from these artists all the all the features on it that like totally gelled and and, and coincided with what I was trying to like relay on the message uh, for the great effects. Right. So so uh, so Rex, do you have somebody that um, I guess kind of uh, maybe like an executive producer role that like uh, you know either helps helps pick beats or or helps out kind of from a, a a sound standpoint like like a direction or no no i mean like the direction like executive production everything in terms of like making it sound the way i want right the way the sound that is supposed to sound was all me okay i do have individuals who i rely on who i respect and who ultimately will listen to something that i do and and i i take their um their critiques and their their right. their advice um very highly okay. um easy dread is one art one artist um who has done mixing and and um and a lot of recording for my past like few albums okay and she's somebody who i who i keep you know very close uh in terms of like an artist i respect and, and appreciate their input okay. uh along with hazardous sounds who, who i worked with for a long period of time in in south florida um, for those who don't know, I was living in Florida for about seven years oh. um, prior to the last couple. Oh, I didn't uh, I know that. Like, you know, 15, 15 minutes from Miami. I was living out there for a long period of time. I, I spent so much time in the Northeast that, like, individuals don't even know that I was down there for as long as I was. Oh, okay. You know, for um, huh. Hazardous Sounds, I met him in South Florida, and, and he's somebody I hold I hold highly in that regard. Mnemonics as well in South Florida. And um, my boy, Archetype. Yeah. Um you know, me and me and Static, we haven't, you know, done the kind of work we've done over the pre- previous, like, years. Right. When I was, like, you know, a, a consistent show-off artist. Right. But he's somebody whose ear is uh, obviously magical, so somebody I highly respect uh, when it comes to, like, right. you know, their 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 viewpoints on, on, on the music I put out. Gotcha. Yo, Meeks, you know, when I was kind of uh, look, looking over the discography and just doing a refresher and looking at the videos and just kind of thinking about pre- doing the prep for the interview, mm-hmm. you know who Rex reminds me a little bit of? Uh, because I had a feeling that that um, that he um, had a pretty hands-on or was very involved in kind of crafting the sound for his albums, but he reminds me of Superstition a lot. Okay. Just like as far as ears for like an ear for beats, yeah, and being able to, you and, know, and cause, the way he attacks them, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. Rex, you know Super by chance? I do. Okay, 
You ever gotten that uh, comparison big fan, before? Big fan of Super, you know what I'm saying? And um, um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely highly respect Super for 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 how and, and ability and like you know ability to like select you know proper material. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. A, he's he's got a good ear. And I just I was watching a video or something. Before the interview, and I, it, it, it just, it just reminded me of Super. Super's the homie, so I, I, I have a lot of uh, conversation with Super, with Super over how he picks beats and kind of how he puts the projects together. And I was thinking, I was like, I, you know what? I was like, I, I, I bet Rex has got this, is, is picking all the beats and like getting all this shit done. You know, a lot of folks um, don't necessarily have that talent, but you obviously do. So. Well, yeah, nah, that's definitely like my um. That that that's where I go with it, yeah, for sure. Like I, I like to I like to have like my my like the hands on it and be able to like you know from the from the from the foundation be able to like you know drive the drive the car and show where show where the project is gonna go and where where it's right. um, gonna sound musically when it's all done said and done. Right. So, so yeah. So you're the executive producer then. That's, there you go. That's yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> from 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 day one, from inception, from like the beginning portions of it, it's like you know, it's my it, it was my vision. Yeah. You know, in I can terms appreciate of like what that. the greatest effect is gonna sound like. Uh, where which tracks went went where? How how things were gonna flow yeah. into each other? So from when you start to finish, list, right? I mean, when you see the track list and you see how things flow, mm-hmm. that that's all my doing. That's yeah. what's up. Now, yeah. why 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 did you decide to do a double CD, Rex? Did, did you was the material just flowing that that uh was it just that plentiful, or you you just felt it was time to make this statement, or what was what was the reason I mean, behind the double disc? I must have did like sixty songs, sixty um records for this project, and you know for a period of time I was like you know like maybe maybe I was maybe I should like you know I was gonna cut it down to like you know ten, like what's what's your average like. The, the modern day listeners um like you know attention span is probably 10 11 maybe right. 10 you know? 12 yeah something like 10, that 10 songs and then they're lost yeah. and, and and already the the depth of what i put out material wise and like you know the language that i speak and in terms of like the message i'm trying to relay in my music already is like a little a uh, bit much for the average listener, not in terms of like me being too complex, but more so in just like the body of what I'm speaking about. Um, you know, like I mean, my music, my music doesn't lend itself to simple, simply braggadocia or like riding the wave of what's like popular nowadays for yeah. modern music. So like, you know, what I mean, like my commentary is usually usually social commentary, you know, politically driven and moving. If, if, if you look at from from day one, but more so um, from 2012 on, the, the mainstay message in my music has remained the same and, and remained constant. So already that was already a strike against uh, against like, you know, the establishment and, 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 what, and what, you know, the tried and true method of approach was. But I was like, this is album 10, and this is, like, you know, me trying to stand out. And I've never tried to, like, adhere to, like, you know, the common ways people put out their music. So why why settle now? Yeah. You know, album number 10, I wanted to do something special. I've never done a double disc. So I was like, let me do this now. Okay. And let me put out the material and show that I could put out quality and quantity and, you know, still stand out. And I really believe, truly, in, in my heart of hearts, that like this project is going to stand the test of time, and individuals are going to look back and they're like, "Wow, 
the project that he put out, and this is not my, this is not me trying to like you know show too much ego. I'm just basically saying that like this is a this is a project that I'm not only proud of, but as a fan, if I heard this project, I would be happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. That this project came out in this day and time. That's what's up, Rex. What are some of the uh, issues you addressed on on this uh, on this tenth album? Again, police brutality is always going to be a mainstay mm-hmm. for me. Um, you know, coming up in in a in a super a super impoverished like community like Lawrence, Massachusetts, but like being able to relate. Like with with Jump Shot specifically, uh, Jump Shot was uh, 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 it was like a nod to to Biggie Smalls and the message of like wicked wicked Jump Shot. You know what I'm saying? If you sling a crack rock, you got a wicked Jump Shot. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to take that and 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 and, and create a dialogue more in depth than just what that one line like you know tried to capture. I wanted to capture the essence of what that really meant. It was like, you know, the cycle that continues in the communities that we come from is like constant with either a person being on the block, slinging rock, a person, mm-hmm. you know, having the ability to like make it big in the NBA or make it big as a rap star. Right. And honestly seeing these three, you know, these three um, roads and paths for you to choose from and, and kids honestly thinking those are the only paths you have for like right. you know, travel right. in order to make it in, in today's society and coming from the communities you come from. And so like, I was trying to speak on that with jump shots and be more in depth than just the, 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 you know, slinging crack rapper, you got a wicked sh- jump shot, but that's what Biggie Smalls was speaking. And he was trying to convey for all of us as youth. And so yeah. that's something that I spoke on. And that's something that was like, you know, important. Um, I also speak about um, the whole idea of like a good woman, in, a good woman in a good relationship, or as opposed to like a ratchet woman in a relationship that's like completely uh, counterproductive and destructive mm-hmm. uh, for an individual. Like that's something that's um, prevalent for me. I speak about the state of hip hop as it is today, the way it's constructed, mm-hmm. and um, the the uh, emasculation of like you know the black man. Yep. Do I have a problem mm-hmm. with an individual's um, sexuality and their preference as far as their sex? No. But, you know what I'm saying, when when a system tries to, to paint an image of what you are supposed to be as a black male in America, right. then I have a problem with that. Absolutely. And so that's something that I discussed uh, on records like The Unknown and LL Cool J. Like, these, these are profound messages that are necessary. And I have two young black kings that I'm raising, like I said. So... Not only in my messages and my music am I going to speak about it, but I'm also going to speak about it um, in a day to day conversation. You know. Gotcha. So Rex, um, so just, just some of the things I've said. Okay. So, so, so Rex, uh, if uh, if the internet is correct, you and I are about the same age. I was born in '77 as well, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I have three kids. Uh, Meeks over here is a, is is a touch older than us. Uh, just a touch, just just a touch, well, and uh, just a smidge. Well, salute to your young kings and queens. I don't know, like you know uh, yeah. what you have, but like yeah. with respect to them. Yeah. No doubt. So, no so, doubt. so thank you. So 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 where I, where I was going with that is that um, I was curious if um, there was a point because I mean we're we're talking about you know social commentary and you know using the platform to address issues in the in the in the community and the world at large. But um, was there a specific time in your 
career, if you will, um, as a as a, as an artist, where you decided to to, um, I don't know, make more deliberate uh, content or deliver more deliberate messages. Um, like, you know, a, a lot of people have kids and, and, um, you know, or artists will have, will have children or they'll get married or they're just, you know, they're moving through life and, you know, their, their, um, their content obviously, um, changes or shifts or modifies because, you know, they've gone through life experiences. Was there, was there a certain point where, um, you know, you, you felt the need to speak more on, you know, these things? Um, what, what I will say is this, the foundation was set for me from day one on what I was, how I was going to like speak and what was going to be my message and platform based on like the village raising me, like me being raised by like, I come, you, you, like you said best, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming from us being the age we are, we come from, you know, a certain, uh, cut cloth. Um, so like, regardless, uh, regardless of what today's, today's music is i come from something different based upon like the village that raised me um you know the 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 people that were in my circumference like to like make me the man that i am today um but when i first started listening to music my i idolized uh, you know what i'm saying like the person i I looked up to most was krs1 so Mm. automatically like I was already set with a foundation that not only was the village that raised me, but then listening to an artist like KRS-One, who had a profound message from day one. He was a teacher. He wanted to see individuals that looked like you and me, you know, think and act and and believe in themselves in a certain way. So that was already something for me. To like, when I approached my music, already have a message instilled in me and i wanted to like have a message um to relay to other individuals okay um but i think it was i think it was uh, an evolution really i could because you know as a young kid i, I still wanted to rap about what everybody else was rapping sure, about sure. i was on the corner yeah. in cyphers bragging about how much better i was than the next individual that's why i was you about know? to say that do you do you come from a, a yeah do you i was about to ask you do you come from a time you know where you was just about bars and then you eventually yeah. got into yeah. That's I was I was going to ask you that. One hundred percent. Like I was I was I was engrossed in the battle scene, mm-hmm. and I was a part of that that atmosphere in Boston, Massachusetts, coming up with artists like Seven L Necessary, yeah. Acrobatic, Crumb Snatcher, Ed OG. You know, all these individuals are like you know uh, legendary Massachusetts artists in their own right, and like you know, coming up um, around that, you had to have some kind of ability to get on the mic and just wreak havoc freestyle wise, which is not. It's not common to like today's freestyle artists, you know, but I'm talking about literally being able to come off the top, you know, of your head, right. your thoughts and, 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 and something concise off, you know, off the, off the uh, cuff, not, not really like the way the artists do it today. Um, yeah, the artists today don't do that. <laughs> we were just talking. About, <laughs> we were just talking about that actually before oh the interview. God. But th- th- don't get us started on <laughs> that. That's, that's a rabbit hole and a half right there. Holy man. shit! Ooh. Oh, yeah, man. but like, so go ahead. No, 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 go no, ahead. no, no. You go ahead. But so, so like, I mean, from like you know that 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 environment, like I did come from that. But like, I think the evolution of me as an individual is like something like what you said. Like when I have my young kings. 
that changed the idea of who I as an individual wanted to become, yeah. you know, and what I wanted to speak about, you know, like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I want my kids to be proud of what they heard me speaking about. I don't right. like, I think, I think the conversations I, I delve into right now, not conversations I want to have with my younger son, Josiah right now, because I think they're too in depth for him. But for, uh, for Isaiah, who's just about to be 13, the conversations that I'm literally yeah. about to have and I'm, I'm happy to have sure. because he's at an age where he's taking civics class and he's he's thinking like in a young adult now. Right, right. Yeah. So they're, they're conversations that are that are paramount and they're yeah. very important for, for me to have with the with a teenager in general. Yeah. Foundations for so for, like, uh, for manhood. Yeah, definitely. So I think I think all of that plays a part in, 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 in deciding when I, when, when and why I decided I was going to like be the kind of artist I, I became. Okay. Yeah. Rex one. And, and, uh, we're, we're, uh, really kind of going down a, a rabbit hole here, but one thing that kind of came out of that is obviously the content on the greatest sex and kind of some of your, your past releases over the years. But one thing that I noticed, um, and I remember this specifically when it dropped, and uh, to kind of back up and give some context a little bit, um, you know, probably, I don't know, three, four, maybe even five, six years years ago, it wasn't very, whether you want to call it cool or whatever you want to call it, it wasn't very cool to show your what your age or, you know, folks were a family, whatever it may be. Anyway, I, I think that in general, regardless of, the type of music you're doing or the type of artist you are, especially in kind of the confines of hip hop, you know, the, the, the game is, 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 is a lot more wide open and there's a lot more acceptance across the board. Meeks, we were talking about this earlier too. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that was really interesting, I thought when you dropped this Rex was when you dropped, dropped gray hairs, because I think this Uh is the first time that I saw someone actually like, like that, that was that was that was visible and had you know um, you know had a stage if you will, like talking about their age and specifically naming their entire their entire album that like I was that and and I noticed too when I was looking at the discography there was a there was a gap if this is correct Rex and if if I'm if I'm not correct here please correct me but you had a five year gap between Reckless and Gray Hairs right definitely. Definitely. So, what was what, what, what? Is that how you got the gray hairs? Is that that period between two thousand three and two thousand eight? To be honest, I didn't even have gray hairs then. You know? Oh, you like, didn't. Okay, like, all right. I, I didn't have gray hairs then. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, black on crap. I was, like, I, I was like, I was not looking. I was not looking. You know, the part when okay. I was speaking it, but the message was was meant to like relay the the, the facts of me aging with hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Okay. And, and and individuals like me who are watching a new brand of hip hop being ushered in and right. us having to deal with the fact that we're aging as MCs, as fans, as producers, as individuals who love hip hop for what it is, but there's a new era coming in and, and it's being redefined. But like this music that we hold true to and the messages that are necessary for people to hear, um, they they um they were still important. I think I think gray hairs was me trying to speak speak that truth into power. Gotcha. Okay. But but you know that was that that was that was, that was me trying to speak 
speak the facts of like individuals of our time and our era and our and our age. Mm-hmm. That's what gray hairs embodied. You know, gray yeah. hairs was like meant to like speak for individuals like you and me. Okay. Now, now, but but at the time, because that was 2008, 2007, probably when you were putting the project together, 2006, maybe even. So, you know, that was that was some eight years ago. Right. I mean, we're we're folks looking at you like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? We're, like, you know, or, or were people kind of receptive to it? Like you're like, you know, internally, like your squad, like. Were, were people like, what do you mean, yeah, gray hair? Oh, you yo, know? there were so many, no, there were so many cats who, like, who were looking at me like, why would you, like, shoot yourself in the foot this way? Ah, damn. That's you harsh. know, like, like, why would you, like, why would you paint yourself in this image when everybody, every individual was trying to say their age was, like, you know, something younger, they were trying right. to play themselves, portray themselves a different way. I never really saw myself needing to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I hold true and, 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 and I'm, 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 I'm comfortable in my own skin. You know what I'm saying? Like I always have been and like aging, like that, that's a natural process. Like for, for the 21 year old kid who right now is laughing at me 10 years from now, you're 31. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I'm still me. Real I'm quick. still me no matter how, how old I get, you know, like 41, I'm still the same 51. I'm still the same person. You know what I'm saying? Only yeah. wiser. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know what I'm saying? I really do believe in the, in, in the, no, the the idea that you know what I'm saying you can get better with age, you know. Absolutely, I really yeah. truly believe that, and I feel like you know as a lyricist, I've gotten better with age only because I've learned more and I've grown more. Yeah, so like absolutely. whether somebody somebody looks at me and they be like, "This is a young man's game," that's that's foolish, you know. Hip hop is a is a young genre in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, the hip hop hip hop is the, is is the youngest. And, and what it represents and embodies right. and like you know I nobody can define what hip for me tell me that like you know I don't fit into like you know the mode of what hip hop is supposed to be right I define me and I define my existence you know so it's what it is yes sir yeah I thought that was dope man I, I specifically remember I was like wow this dude really came out and called his album Gray Hairs and I, I mean I, I I just thought, even at the time, I was like, "Well, wow, that, that that's pretty forward thinking." And I bet in '08, man, I bet people were like, "What the fuck?" Well, I mean, but you know, you you look at something like that, and 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 of course, you know, the the general consensus to see an album title like that to somebody that's not even, you know, with gray hairs is, you know, it's it's just the the the. I'm, I'm sure there was a dumbed down effect to that. Like, yo, this oh, dude sure. ain't yeah, this yeah. dude ain't even that old. But at yeah, the same yeah. time, a title like that, you just set the tone for yeah. for everything on that project. Yeah. So, well, it, it kind of hit me hard because I, I actually when it when it dropped, um, and this is this is uh, this is no bullshit. Like, I specifically remember being with a close friend of mine, DJ Digger, producer, whatever you want to call him, and I specifically remember. At this, at some point, hanging out with him one 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 evening, just you know, bugging out, listening to records, like, wow, this motherfucker's got some gray hair. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, and and not just like a little, not just a touch. Yeah. Now, like, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not one to talk. My my shit is gray, and I'm losing it. I got a I got the white man receding hairline <laughs> like a motherfucker right now. So. 
Uh, you know, I, 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 you can't say shit about me, but I just remember at the time, like I was probably, I was probably, I don't know. I mean, we'll see 2008. How old was I in 2008? That was 30 something, right? 31 or so. Eight years ago. Yeah. yeah eight, eight, uh, no, yeah, eight years ago. Yeah. 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 So I was 31. 30. Anyway, I remember specifically being like, wow, this motherfucker's got gray hair. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, how, how old is this guy? You know? And, 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 like, let me ask you a question. Does that matter in other cult, in other genres of music? No, no, no. It, it does no, not. No, it doesn't. No. That, yeah. And that's what's crazy. It's like, yo, only in yeah. hip hop do you see only that, in, yeah. something that needs to be like, you know, this is a young man's game. Like, Man. yeah. because of the culture being defined the way the culture is defined. Right. Yeah, you know, it absolutely. doesn't, it, it, it's not necessarily true that, like, you know, that even matters. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, 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 we don't pay homage to busy D and to like, and to Como D the way other genres pay respect to like Absolutely. Rolling yeah. Stones and like Absolutely. the individuals who come before them. Yeah. You yeah. know, like we, we should be like revering and showing respect to cool Herc in another light. Yeah. But instead it's like, yo, it's, it's like, oh man, that's like, that's not, that's not, something to salute like that when, shit was like I, a, a hundred cool years Earth, ago and cool it wasn't Earth even like for that. the first time like my, my my head dropped to the ground it's like yo you made it possible for me to exist exactly. for what i do yeah you know what i mean i gotta pay homage yeah yeah absolutely no doubt i got a i got a crazy story too kind of in that same vein when we were at uh when we were at a3c this past uh this past fall mm-hmm. we were it was uh it was after we got done and uh, i think the licks were on and i can't remember who else it was anyway so diamond d was backstage and then uh. Uh, all of a sudden uh all of a sudden busy b walks up right we're like oh shit you know like That's fucking real. busy busy b's in the house wow. right now yeah. so so you know, you know the, the 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 people that knew and that were paying attention were bugging out, right? But I, there were a, I heard because Diamond Diamond was probably I don't know like I don't know a couple feet behind me, right? And I I overheard him a few times, like go up to people that he knew knew, and he was like, "Yo, he's like, you know, that's Busy B right there." He's like, motherfuckers don't even care or understand. Like that's Busy B right there. He's like, nope. people don't even know. And, 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 it was and just, even even crazier than that, Busy B was smoking <laughs> extendo blunts with with with, wow. with, wow. little, with, with little Jamal from yeah, uh, Jamal from, from illegal from illegal. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story, right? Like yo, back in December, I was just like, I just did a tour in Europe, right? And um, I was coming from Poland. I was actually only going to Austria to pick up bags to go to Switzerland, right? So I stayed a night, and and that night there was a show. It was Big Daddy Kane and MOP, right? So that night, I went to the show. So I, MO- I got to see MOP open up for Big Daddy Kane. Oh and for God. me, it's like I've seen MOP a million times. And like MOP, w- when Andy Up comes on, the show's over. Right, right. right. Kane is Kane. You know what I'm saying? Kane is Kane. But like the yeah. thing about it is Kane went on stage and he dismantled it. Like, I'm talking about jumping into the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like, rocking like yeah. it was, like, the 80s. Yeah. In a manner, in the in the same manner, in the same energy, the same vibrancy, like, of that era. You know what I'm saying? That, that was the, like, most profound moment for me. Like, to see something like that, to be, to, like, to be able to be across, ac- across the waters and be able to see something like that, that meant, like, the most 
to me in my in my career, man, to be able to say like I've made it to this point. That's dope. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That's dope. That's it. That's dope. Kane was Kane was body surfing, Hell crowd yeah. surfing. Kane was Kane was acting like it was the eighties, yeah. and I'm like, yo, man, that's dope. What a beautiful, what a beautiful, beautiful experience, man. Yeah, like absolutely. something like I will never be able to like forget. Like, and I've seen that. I've, I've 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 been able to open for Rakim and like you know mm-hmm. the, the like. The gods, some literally. Of the, some of the gods, exactly, like, to, to uh, uh, hip-hop. And, like, it's just a, a phenomenal feeling, man. Yeah. And <laughs> just, just going back to what you were speaking on earlier, man, it's like uh, in, in any other genre, let, let's take blues, let's take rock and roll. Like, the older cats are the blueprint by design. And mm-hmm. in those genres, the, the musicians that represent by today's standards they look up to them wholeheartedly like like they don't even they don't even consider it yeah. real for them but you right. you come back to us and there's only a select few that 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 can recognize what's really going on with it the majority of the majority of the cats that out here that claim to be doing quote unquote hip hop will look at somebody like a Rakim a, a Busy B a a, a cool herc and just be like, yo, man, we we trying to move this thing past that. There's no getting past that. Yeah, there was there was some clown MC, some clown MC who got on, who had the nerve to get on radio. I don't know if it was Rosenberg or whatever, but like they put a premiere instrumental on, and he uh-huh. said, "Oh, we ain't rocking with that." I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I don't. Too. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I remember that. I don't know who the MC was because yeah. I don't. I don't really pay attention. You know what I'm saying to like any of this <laughs> this nonsensical yeah. new age BS. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like fuckery. He got. Yeah. He had the audacity to say that he wasn't going to rap on no premiere uh, instrumental. Yeah, uh, yep. I remember I'm like, that. Yo, that's that's black. Like you should not even be able to rap. Interview you, over. You, you <laughs> should be, like you should be revoked from getting on any yeah. microphone in any any location. Yeah. If you open your mouth and say something that foul about DJ Premier. Yep. But that's but that's where they at right now, and it's just like, and and that's the whole disconnect from somebody like you or 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 anybody else to the younger generation. That's the whole disconnect right there. It's like you you won't even acknowledge what was put here before you and for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They right, they won't exactly. they won't even acknowledge it. It's and it's just like it's. It, as long as it's like that, I think there's always going to be a severe disconnect, man. It's it's just crazy yeah. to even think about it, you know. Yeah, it's wild. Yep. Hey, 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 Rex. Uh, what, speaking of uh, speaking of like kind of 2008 and kind of going back a little bit, is, is this a is this a brick record show off release? Uh, the new album, yeah. or is this what what what's the what's the situation there? This is the brick records release. It's a brick record. Okay. Uh, slash BBM, which is um, Beantown Bullies music okay. release. Okay. Um, this is my this is my release. Um, like uh, show off show off is something that I've done in the past, but not something that like you know I represent at the at the current um period okay. in time. You know, okay. what I'm Static right. is my man. Sure, my brother. You know, my brother forever. But like you know, I, like show off is something like I'm not doing at the at the, at the current time. Gotcha. Okay. 
So can, can you, you know, sp- so can, like, can you speak a little bit about uh, your relationship with Brick over the years? Because, um, you know, I, I did college radio for about five years. So, you know, I, I was getting service from those guys and Papa D and the whole nine and, um, you know, uh, the the Rebel Alliance days. And, you know, I, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, I guess kind of how your relationship formed with those guys. Yo, to to even take it a step further, how did you make the conscious decision to quit college to start recording with <laughs> yeah. Brick Records? Actually, and, that's, and that's, that's a point. That's a question. Yeah, that's a that, <laughs> that's a question from somebody that made a similar move to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kanye before Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> It's on you, Rex. Yeah, my bad. My my, you my good. apologies about you good. that. Like, um, like I was just doing what for a second. Now, um, so like I was Kanye before Kanye, but like the the reality was <laughs> is that like I wanted I wanted this. Like I was in the midst of that period of time where it was like it was fresh and it was vibrant. It was fresh and it was vibrant in Massachusetts. This hip hop thing, you know, like and and and. and I knew I knew that's what I wanted to do. Like, you know, I, I knew I, I needed to like um, throw myself completely into it if it's what I was going to do. Um, I needed to be serious about it. I needed to be like, you know, completely engrossed in it. And so, like, you know, that '96 is when I decided I'm gonna go leave um, the college campus. I'm gonna leave the college campus. And I'm gonna like make um make my run at you know these ciphers in in, in Boston, Massachusetts. I was young, unabashed, unashamed, unafraid. And get it. I was unabashed, unafraid, unashamed, and, and and that's just what I chose to do, you know. And it just made sense then. And I feel like you know, I, I, going back, if I if I had to do all over again, I'd do the same thing. Mm. Now, how, how'd you meet the Bricks guys? Just being in the scene, or like, how did you guys? Yeah, how'd like you get connected? I was. I actually, I actually was doing a cipher um, on Lansdowne Street. I don't remember. I don't know if it was Bill's Bar, a famous uh, Boston location, but there's a a rap group by the name of Schizophrenic, and they were signed uh, to a to a single deal with uh, Brick Records at the time. I'm sorry. What was the name of the group? The, the name of the group was Schizophrenic. Okay. Oh, um, Schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cambridge, yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah, Mike Check Cambridge, and those guys, right? Checkmark. Checkmark, Checkmark there and you Eddie go. Bones. There you go. Checkmark. Yeah. Yeah, Checkmark gotcha. and Eddie Bones. Rest in peace, Eddie Bones, huh. my homie. Um, and and they put me actually on their first single. Uh, it was called Schizophrenic Mind State. They saw me in a in a, in a battle, and they, they they put me on that record. It was me, Checkmark. Virtuoso and esoteric, um, and and we were put on this re- on this twelve inch vinyl, and it was on Brick Records, and Brick Records um, uh, heads um, Papa D, yep, and uh, and Trevor, they heard me and they were with it. They just Jump Street was like, look, we gotta we gotta rock with the kid, and and they gave me my first record deal. That's what's up. Let's do. So, and so, that's when I had my head head in the clouds. The moment they gave me they, they they gave me a check, and I never I had never seen that kind of money in my life. And it was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. On. 
sure. And what's what's this freshman sophomore year? What what are we talking about? This was this. Well, I mean, this was the ongoing period of like you know freshman year. Okay. Um, this was just after freshman year. Okay. Any yeah. uh any any chance of you finishing that, or did you go back, or or you just been you just been out I mean, on, out doing your I thing I ever mean, since? As far as as far as me being like as uh, as as many years removed from you know college as I am, and until they like you know change the the system of us like what um you know the 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 college industrial complex, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The I'm not. I'm not putting any money into that system. I feel you. Yeah, that's the next. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, the next you know, big no crash. disrespect to like all those out there getting the education. Yeah, and and, and all the all, all the more power to you and big respect to you. But I I just view it a different way. I mean, I feel like I've educated myself and surpassed in in, in certain certain levels and still got miles to go. But I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to learn a lot more without that. Yeah. Would you say that? Um... <laughs> if somebody i don't know has a an epiphany or or uh comes across something that they're very passionate about would you say that um it it would be a wise move for them to to follow their passion or 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 what have you um in in light of you know giving up a college education or something like that cuz like i said to start off i did i made the same move man i um I messed around and, and doing the ciphers here in Atlanta and talent shows and whatnot. Ended up being able to go to the Apollo Theater. And at that point, there was no way I could look back. I'm like, there's there's no way I can yeah. go back and sit in a classroom after what I just went through. You know what I mean? So it's just like, would you would you not not necessarily say push somebody towards that, but would you say that if they had that opportunity? Uh, would you tell them to go for it? I would definitely tell any individual to go for their dream, mm-hmm. but I, I would, I would advise any individual who's going to go for their dream not to have asked anything. Excuse me, excuse my language. My, my mother's in the room. So. All right. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise anybody have asked their approach to like what they are, you know, are passionate about. If you're going to go after your dream. But then, you know what I'm saying, you're the type of person who, like, you say you're going to go for your dream, but Monday through Wednesday, you're playing video games like Call of Duty, mm-hmm. this or that, and the third. And then mm-hmm. you're, like, pretending like you're going to go in the studio and you're going to go do this and that. Um, don't kid yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've, I've come across homie after homie who's kid themselves and said that that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make a career out of it. And as talented as you are, that's only part of it. The dedication that you actually put into, like, the craft that you're like chasing is yeah. what's gonna like you know be beneficial for you in the future. Absolutely. You know, so like for me, I was dedicated to it, and I was like I was driven by it, and I was gonna dedicate myself to it. Okay. So I did it. You know what I'm saying? Um, leaving, you know what I'm saying? Leaving college, I would I would never tell an individual to like you know chase fool's goals. If you truly don't have the talent for it, like be honest with yourself and make sure you have individuals in your circle who are not yes men. Will tell you yeah. your you have the abilities that you don't have. Mm. That's the second thing, and then the third thing is like, what is your true goal? You know what I'm saying? For me, like I didn't need riches. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm of the Henry David Thoreau school, where like for me, less is more. Necessities are like not what individuals think 
like what other individuals think are necessities for me are not necessities. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that my children are able to like go four or five times a year to see their family in Atlanta mm-hmm. and be able to travel with me across, like, you know, go from state to state. We go do camping in Maine and, you know, do, we go trekking in, in, in New Hampshire. That's gold to me. Gotcha. You know, for, yeah. for me, that's what's important. So if, if what's important for you is, is driving a Bugatti or doing certain other things, then you need to like, you know, fit your, uh, fit your work ethic and, and, and set your mind state according to that. You know, that's yeah. not where my, my mind frame is. It's never been, and it's never going to be that, gotcha. you know, like I don't, I'm, I don't fall victim to a promissory note, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, so Rex, do you, um, <clears throat> Do you, uh, where was I going with this? I just, uh, I had a brain fart. What was I going to ask? Um, oh man, <laughs> that's bad. That's all. Oh, I don't really? think that, I don't think that's happened yet. Nah, where was I going with this? Cool. I just lost it. Get uh, it together. Let me follow up with something. <laughs> Rex, one, uh, one, one of both of your, your young Kings come to you with a demo tape and that's a good one. And they have, they have no no desire to further their education. What's that conversation like? Oh my gosh, did, you know what? Like, like, I'm going to answer that question with a question, but like, I'm going to answer it. Okay. Did you see the Nazia Jones um, documentary where uh, Oludara like yeah. spoke to his young king? Yes. yes. You see how he approached that? Yeah. And how the family was upset when they, when they, when he was like, you know, it, it, it's, if school's not working for you and they're treating you with disrespect, leave. Right. For me, I tell my young king exactly that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If this is your desire, that's your desire. Go after it. But if they're going to half-ass it, then, like, no respect for it. I'm not going to support it. I'm never going to support it. Gotcha. I support my young kings in whatever decision they make. If my sons want to be ballerinas, if whatever they want to do, in this world, I support them, That's but they up. better be full hearted, like dedicated to it. That's what's up. You know, yep. I, I better, I better see 100% dedication. Otherwise I'm not supporting it. I'm going to let them know and I'm going to call them out. Same way I would call out one of my homies. These are my young king. Yeah. You feel me? Yep. But like, of course I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to support them. And of course I'm going to call them out when they're making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, like if they if they decided they wanted to make a decision to like, you know, oh, I'm not going to further my education. They, they're going to they're going to ed- they're going to like get an education from me. They're going to have dialogue with me. Right. And, you know, like the systemized education that like we're given and, and told to like follow and adhere to. Mm-hmm. I, that's a whole nother animal anyway. Right. <laughs> if my children decide they don't want to be a part of the system, like. They just come closer to their fathers than they ever gonna be. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, no you doubt. know. So like, no but if they decide they want to do that, I'm, I'm also not gonna indoctrinate certain things in their mind frame. Okay. I'm not gonna tell them that they have to think like I think. I'm not gonna feed them a religion. I'm not gonna feed them a belief system. Okay. They have their own belief system. Yeah. You know. And I'm, I'm gonna that. respect them as individuals, and I'm gonna love them for that. That's what's up. So, so, so Rex, so your, your oldest, if I remember correctly, is 13. So is he into your music or is he into his own thing? Or like, what are your, what, what are your, uh, what do your kids think about, uh, what, what old dad does? My, my oldest, he's, he's, a, um, he's super into like coding. 
Um, oh, he is okay. And, and so, so like he, like he loves electronic music. You know oh, I mean? he but does. He, he also like he 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 loves um like you know a lot of dance but like you know the the common era like what what's popular like the name and like whatever like whatever is like popular now yeah, is, yeah. is as long as it's, it it's just fun and it's not like you know disrespectful to our people yeah it's cool I ain't gonna, you ain't you ain't gonna get me like saying like you can't do it it's nothing that's gonna hurt right, him. right, you right, right, right. um he's not gonna be a, a He's not gonna be bringing young thug around me, right, or like right. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, future. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna be playing that around me, right? You right. know, yeah. um, you, you can play it all you want in your headphones. If I if I catch it, I'm uh, I'm not hearing, right. Right. <laughs> right? You know, but um, yeah. what 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 I do see him specifically into is like you know, like I said, like electronic music because of like the type of you know field he's like leaning towards. Yeah. Um, How to get into coding? And then also like what's uh, because of because of like you know he's into coding and 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 um and video game design. Oh, okay. You know. All right. So like he, he, that's big to him. You know what I'm saying? So like that that that's that's how it um has veered off into that. Like, they really you know, pushing that on the youth these days too. Yeah, the you have any yeah, um, are, yeah. you have any thoughts on yeah. that, Rex? I mean. I don't really feel like he's gonna like um he's gonna make it like his like focal point. It was for a long period of time actually, and I, I think it was prior to like you know it even being like you know this is the go to. Um, definitely that's where the world is leaning, but um, you know he's he sense like you know I think grown a, a bit out of it in terms of like making an actual career. Mm-hmm. But um. But yet and still, yet and still, um, it, it, it's something that 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 he he has a passion for. Okay. The younger one just loves to dance and have a good time and smile and be happy. You know, that's what being young is yeah, all about. No, so he, he's your he, he's your typical six year old. Like he <laughs> he's smiling, he's happy about everything. Yeah. Time to spend with his cousins, whatever his cousins like, whatever his older brother like. Yeah. He's with it. He's with it. Yeah, I struggle with that, man. I, st- I mean, my 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 oldest is ten. Uh, your yours are a little bit older. I, I'm you've been struggling with it for a while, but yeah. man, I I just like I, oh, yeah. I, I try like with the music and with pop culture and everything. Like I struggle. I'm like, okay, all right, is 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 this just fun, or is this some foul shit? Right. You know. I, well, I, like I mean, what is the message? Like right, that, exactly. Yes. Thing. And like when you're speaking to your child, like. For me, it's like it's a message. Like you know, if the message isn't so bad, you know, and not even isn't so bad, but if the message isn't bad, you know right, what I'm saying, right, and, and, yeah. and and it's just in fun. There's nothing wrong for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I listened to a lot of meaningless hip hop when I was young as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah. I listened to a lot of meaningless music with a message. You know what I'm saying? Everything I listened to when I was young wasn't Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right, right, right. But yeah. um, <clears throat> but um. I don't also want to, I don't want to indoctrinate in my child or in my children how to think, you know? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, just, that's tough. You know, like, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it is tough. Yeah, you we, don't wanna, we don't want to tell them how to think because, like, the whole thing we're trying to avoid is, is like, them being indoctrinated by the system. But at the same time, we don't want to indoctrinate our own, like, thought process in them. 
That's correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's real, real, real. Yeah, right I, I had this. I had this. Speaking of college and 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 that particular system, I had this ongoing conversation with my wife about how you know by the time our kids get to college, that college isn't going to look like college anymore. Right. That it's going to be basically a, if not a completely different thing, pretty far from the pretty far from like what we went through and what we experienced, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that uh, that saddens her. And I'm like, look, babe, like, this, this is going to be a whole nother ball game by the time by the time our kids get to college. Yeah, don't be sad so, about it. Just realize it for what it is. It's going to be different, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be different. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yep. Word. What else you got, Meeks? Well, I'm um, as we stated earlier, I'm a, I'm a tad bit older than than you guys, but at the same <laughs> time, I look forward to. Um, learning something new every day. That's uh, that's something I kind of pride myself on. So without going into too much detail, Rex, um, I would like to ask you about life as not only a father, because, I mean, I kind of know that that aspect of life, but um, as, as someone um, that's divorced, um, I, I, and I asked this question, and like I said, I don't want you to go into too much detail, but for me personally, I seem to be surrounded by that a whole lot lately these days, and I'm just trying to, I just try to kind of wrap my head around it without actually doing so. So if you could kind of like, like speak on it a little bit, if is it is it a is it a task? Is it something that you you had to kind of um learn the ropes with or is it is it you know is just something that you deal with is part of part of your 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 existence it, it it was something hard to deal with because you know i i, I was absolutely in love with the, the mother of my children you mm-hmm. know absolutely in love with her but i had faults and i made mistakes in that relationship like you know a lot of men will make mistakes and through experience you learn and you grow from it um but as individuals, you know, like as individuals, she and I have always put our children above everything else. Okay. She, she above, she and I above everything else have put our children above, you know, any other situation and circumstance, and like that. That also inc- being inclu- inclusive of our relationship. Okay. Um, it was tough you know, to, to deal with the fact that like me as a, as a, and I always, I always make sure that like I include the fact that I'm a black man dealing with a black woman in America, because those are, those are very important details to include. Um, it, it was tough to like, you know, deal with, excuse me, it was tough to deal with the fact that like, you know, I as a black man was, you know, losing a black, black female. And like we were, falling into the common thread of, you know, like society, which is, you know, the divorce mm-hmm. between a black man and a black female. Right. Um, the divorce is, I, you know, I'm sure across, across all borders is like difficult to deal with. Yeah. No matter what um, but, like, race there so or whatever. Many dynamics yeah. Yeah. to deal with between me and her. Got you. That's it. I, I don't. I don't know how to follow that up. I mean, I. I just. You know, like I said, <laughs> it, it like seems it. to be. You know, every everywhere I turn. You know, it's. Uh, 
it, it just seems to be more prevalent these days. And I just, you know, for me, I just, I just wonder how, like, you kind of know how people get to that point, but I just wonder, like, yeah. you know, how do you, how do you get to the point where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm done with this and yeah. I don't want to do this anymore and, and all of change. that. It's the change of like the way the world works now. Like, I think, you know, the same way we are so desensitized by like individuals being mass murdered and killed, mm-hmm. you know, like we're desensitized in certain situations and like individuals are desensitized by divorce. Yeah, You know, like, there was a period of time where that was a taboo or a bad thing. I mean, it was extremely, like, you know, something that individuals didn't even talk about. Right. But, like, we can bring it into, like, regular conversations as we as we get older and as time changes and as the world changes, you start to see things differently. Mm-hmm. And, like, individuals are so more, uh, uh, that much more accepting of divorce. The same way, like I said, we're desensitized by, like, mass killings or, like, you know, brutality on like, you know, some somebody the other day I was watching, um, you know, the way animals, certain animals are slaughtered, you know, mm. in Caribbean, the way animals are slaughtered in Caribbean, um, you know, settings to like, you know, prepare, uh, prepare these animals like there, prepare these animals for meals. Right. That's something that like is not normal to me being coming from Lawrence, Massachusetts, but for some individuals like coming from, you know, the Caribbean, that's the norm, mm-hmm. you know. And then like being one one button, uh, one press of a button away from that. Now on YouTube, you just press the button and then you see that, and then that's the norm for you. Right. You're desensitized to it. Right. Yeah. The world just oh, the world has just changed on a global scale based upon the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I've never really thought about it like that, but that's yeah. ab- absolutely one of the problems with it is desensitization. Desensit- yeah, de- 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 desensitization. Yeah, <laughs> desensitization. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. Hey, Rex, on a lighter note, what, what's going on in Lawrence, man? I mean, you, term, I mean, uh, well, easy money's from, t- from, uh, from Lawrence as well, right? Easy money's from Haverhill. Um, oh, like, I'm sorry. Same, okay. same location. It's basically a, a stone's throw from South okay. Stone's Throw. What's, what's going on with Lawrence uh, right now, stone's man? Throw. Uh, a lot of dope MCs. Shout out to Progress, who has a project out. ST The Squad. We got a new album coming. Um, uh, for a lot of people who don't know, ST The Squad is a, is a group that I'm part of now. It's it's a group formulated by, uh, by Terminology and Easy Money, consisting of myself, uh, Clip, uh, Artisan, Super Sauce Knuckle just dropped an album recently. Man of a Thousand Styles. Yeah. Um, DJ DJ Dead Eye who travels everywhere with myself, Slain, Terminology, um, Hectic, right. Machete. So we have a we have a group of like just um a squad's thick man. That's thick. Squad D. Squad yeah, D. Yeah, squad yeah. D. Okay. And I gotta also shout out Beantown Bullies, which is a squad that also formulated. Us traveling back and forth between A3C, Being Town Bullies is massive, like, like massive, massive movement of artists, like phenomenal yeah. artists in the Boston scene. Dope, dope. You, you going to be down for A3C this year? Definitely will be. We're actually going to be down for those people who, who aren't aware. Like when I came down with the Being Town Bullies about three years ago, we formed, we filmed a documentary. Okay. And and we um we filmed a documentary and we... um. We did a, uh, a, a compilation, and we're going to be displaying that 
on one of the days in HBC while we're yo, down there. Yo, yo, Meeks, who, who, who's, who's, who's our guy from Boston? What's, what's your man's name? Uh, oh, gosh, that has the video camera all the time. Uh, oh, um, my man, Rapo, Ralph. Ralph yeah, you know Valerie. Ralph uh, Rex or no? Um, Ralph. Yeah, he's... Um, I don't know that I do. He knows well, Edo and... Well, uh, we got... Um, there, there was um, there's a crew here uh, in Atlanta that that has some some Bean Town representatives. Uh, solar panel, um, cats like Twisted Angles, and um, and once again my man Rapo. Um, but they got Boston reps. They got uh, New York peoples, Atlanta peoples, uh, West Coast peoples like uh, uh, Self Scientific, uh, Chase Infinite, and and those guys like that. Um, but yeah, they 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 rep the bean real hard here in Atlanta, man. We have to we have to make that connection for you next time you're in town. Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so 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 you'll you'll be down here for A three C this fall then? Definitely will be down. All right, dope. Beautiful. Yeah, man. All right. That's what it is. All right. Well, um shit, Meeks, what else you got? I mean, I got all kinds of Shit, I could ask ask this guy, but um, man, I'm I think, good, man. Just uh, good. <laughs> let's let's just tell the people about this this new project when it's coming out, where they can get it from, and all of that. Yeah, Rex, uh, let everybody know where they can go get the album, where they can hit you on Twitter and IG and uh, the website, all that good stuff. That'd be great. Okay, so so the greatest sets will be available September 9th uh, on Brick Records slash BBM Bean Town Bully Music. And for anybody who's trying to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram uh, forward slash RexFlix, R-E-K-S-F-L-I-C-K-S. Or you can hit my website, RexHipHop.com. You can go to Twitter and follow me on Twitter.com forward slash TheRealRex, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-R-E-K-S. And um, for those who want to like get the get the material outside of rexhiphop.com, you can obviously get it on iTunes and all major outlets, Amazon, and it'll be in the store near you. September 9th, go get that great right. double disc. Dope. Okay, September ninth. I, I remember two things I need to ask you real quick before we wrap. I'm so sorry. Get them in. One one is no DJ Kerosene, right? Who we got a shout out? Who's who's an ATL resident? Shout out to Kerosene. Rex, how 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 far back do you and you and uh, you and Kerosene go? Because he did cuts on Boston the Boston days. Boston okay. days. Okay. Kerosene. Kerosene. Uh, I know Kerosene from back in the Boston days. So okay. shout out to Kerosene. He laced that record. And I yeah. know he's doing some work for not based on that. So beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, Great yeah. person right there. Yeah, it's dope. And, uh, and the second thing is, what's up with the gargle grenade shit, man? Hey, I mean, gargle grenades <laughs> is a movement. Like It, it basically comes off of this or that. The, the song that I had where I just was going to say it, it's, it's a line I said, some outlandishness. Um, and it, just was, it, it was just meant to be like something uh, foul and, 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 and vicious, and, and it yeah. just took off. Like, people love that love that phrase. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, do. So grenades. I don't have I like, that I like to tell people the goggle grenades when they talk that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I missed that, but when I was kind of doing the prep for that, I was like, what is this gargle grenade shit? And I mean, like that, that is something <laughs> that I would... It, I've got to at least want to tell someone a couple of times a day. You've got like, to tell somebody that. Yo, yo man, just go gargle a grenade, you motherfucker. Yo, gargle a grenade, yo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I got to remember work. that shit. That's I got to remember that. That's All dope. right. 
Well, Rex, we've taken enough of your time, man. I, I know you're with family. Uh, I, I certainly do appreciate that. A hundred and ten percent, man. Um, I'm hey, sorry. I appreciate y'all taking the time with me. Yeah, I, I'm sorry we weren't able to connect in person. Maybe next time you're down in the A, we can we can get up and uh, and uh, uh, you know make uh, make introductions in person for, for sure at A three C. You know, in the fall. So. No question. So, Definitely. so, 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 thank you, man. So, hold tight. We're going to wrap this up. Southern Vanguard Radio, DJ John Doe, Cappuccino Meeks, Lawrence Mass, stand up. Yes. Rex, the greatest X, double CD. I did not know that. Somehow I missed that. I did not realize that was, that was a double disc. So Rex, I, how, how many joints we talking about on the double disc? I can't give you the number yet. Can't give me the number? Okay. <laughs> we still Exactly. Working on... Coming next week. All, all right, right. All right. Gotcha, all right gotcha, cool. Gotcha. All right. A cool. bunch. A bunch. <laughs> they bunch. Sold. They sold. 20 to 25 plus. We'll, September we'll, 9th, we'll 2016. Go yes, get sir. that. Yes, so That's right. 9-9. Nine, nine. All right. Southern Vanguard Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you, you know, if, if you're a fan of the podcast and you have a platform where you'd like to redistribute this, we are always open for that. No we question. have partners in this like ATLHipHop.com, yep. like Return of the Boom Bap Radio, like Soul Public Radio. Yep. I am Classic Hip Hop Raw Radio. Exactly. So if, if you'd like to redistribute this, this, uh, this, uh, this podcast, by all means, let us know. We throw you an RSS feed and you're off to the races. So we can make that happen. Please for holler you. at us. All right. No Southern Vanguard Radio every Tuesday, every Thursday. The only podcast dropping twice a week, twice at least that week. I know of. All right. Yeah. So we'll be back. Peace. Thank y'all. Peace. Peace.